Hello, and welcome to the Grayson Taylor Podcast, the podcast for young artists and entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Grayson Taylor. I'm a published novelist, professional actor, composer, and independent filmmaker. This podcast is all about the creative arts, writing, filmmaking, acting, Lego building, composing, and more, including reviews of the latest films and books. Now let's get into today's episode. Today, I have a very special guest, John Luzonis. He's the 14-year-old author of the book Kid Trillionaire, How a Little Kid Can Make a Big Fortune, which is a great book about how kids can make money. And he's a 14-year-old author and entrepreneur, and he offers some really great insights uh, for how you can build your business and write a book in this episode, as well as on podcasting uh, and other entrepreneurial ventures. He's also been featured on TV and in the New York Post, and he has his own podcast, the Kids Get Rich Podcast, which is all about how kids can make money. I'm sure you'll find this interview educational and inspirational, and that it will equip you with lots of good resources and tips to make your own business, or write a book, or make a podcast. In this episode, we talk about a whole lot of things, including how to successfully make a podcast, avoid burnout, how to get featured in the newspaper and on TV, as well as great resources for young authors and entrepreneurs, and how kids can make money. So without further ado, let's get into the interview. So I'm here with John Luzonis, who is the author of Kid Trillionaire, How a Little Kid Can Make a Big Fortune. So thanks for coming here today, John. Oh, thank you for having me, Grayson. Let's start off with an intro for people who don't know who you are right now. So what is it that you do? I teach kids how to make money so they never have to beg their parents for cash ever again. And I've been doing this for a couple of years now. I've been making my money myself since I was like 10. And so... Like Grayson said, I wrote a book, Kid Trillionaire. I also have a podcast, and I write a magazine every month. Now, let's get into the first question I have for you, which is, how did you start writing your book? And and what was the process that you went through to start writing your book and all the way through publishing it? Yeah, so I got the idea for my book while I was at a business conference. And, you know, I had like a membership site with like a couple instructional videos on how kids can make money, but nobody was really looking at it. And to be honest, I didn't really like the membership site thing, but I was at a conference, a business conference, and I got the idea to write a book. I'm like, oh, this is going to be, I thought it was going to, me and my dad, we talked about it. We thought it was a great idea. So we started writing it. The process I use, it's this guy called Jerry Roberts. He had like a novel writing, book writing process. It's very simple. Basically, what you do is you come up with 15 short chapters, and each chapter has 10 to 15 subtopics. And then simply, you just, for each subtopic, you ask yourself, what is my reader wondering about the subtopic? And then you simply just type out the answer. You write out the answer. And that's, in 15 of those, is a chapter. So that's what I did with my book. And it took about six months to completely write and edit it. And I self-published it using Amazon CreateSpace. And what was the cover designing process? The cover, to be honest, it didn't take very long. We simply just went on Fiverr, found book cover artist, $20. It was done within a week. And the copywriting, you know, like I said, I had that membership site, so I had all sorts of copy on my web pages. I simply just readapted that a bit. Basically, I had a couple good lines like, Hey, kids, are you sick of begging your parents for cash? Are you tired of waiting until Christmas or your birthday? Do you want to go to Disneyland? But your parents said no. Do you want to have your very own car? Well, and this is the book for you. So basically, I just repurposed it a bit to fit the book. And what was your writing schedule for getting the book done? At the time, I was attending like a business mastermind meeting. And so 
when I started writing the book, my goal was, all right, I'm going to have the first draft ready by the next meeting. It was in like three or four months. So I managed to get there just in time. So that was, you know, what they, they say, the deadline is the ultimate inspiration. And it definitely helped a lot. It definitely, definitely helped me get it done, helped me get, helped me get it out there. You know, it's, it's also good to have people that tell you, hey, where's the book? You need to get that book done. In fact, one of the things I even did was I, I even like started building my order, my order page, a, a website for it uh, to give myself even more pressure to get it done. Cause then now there's people going there and like looking at the website and it just says coming soon. And I'm getting emails. Hey John, when's that book coming out? The deadline definitely helps. Yes. What has been the most valuable lesson that you've learned from writing Kid Trillionaire? So writing Kid Trillionaire, to be honest, the whole thing, you know, before I wrote the book, I knew, I knew a bit about business, right? I knew, I knew a couple of the basic things, but after I wrote the book, you know, because I had to teach all of these things, then I understood it a lot better. So really like a lot of the things in the book, sometimes I didn't even know anything about them at all. I just had to completely research it from scratch or ask other people. But aside from the actual content of the book, one of the things I, th- I learned most importantly was really just how to write, how to, how to make things funny and entertaining and educational at the same time. Because it's really, it was really the first time I'd ever written anything like that. What is your best advice for young entrepreneurs or perhaps more specifically young authors? So my advice is to start writing. If you want to become a good writer, then you have to write every day. It doesn't matter whether it's good or bad. You just have to get there. You just have to pen and paper or maybe you like to write on the computer, write on the computer, you just have to do it every day. It could be nonfiction. It could be fiction. You just have to practice getting your creative juices flowing so that way when a time comes to actually write, you'll have a lot more experience under the belt and a lot more ideas flowing around in your head. What were some of the hardest parts of writing the book and how did you overcome those obstacles? Because I know writing a book can sometimes be a bit of a difficult process. I mean, uh, I write fiction for the most part, so that's a different uh, process, but what were some of the obstacles you encountered? Re-editing it was hard. You know, I mean, the temptation to just take the first draft and put it out there, you know, it's... It's you can't do that though. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to put anything bad out there. In fact, so I was doing the re-edit, and a lot of times when you're redoing something, you can't do it yourself because you'll get attached to things that you like, that even if they aren't good. So I had to have like my parents come in and help say, "Oh, this is bad. This is this doesn't should be rewritten." I even had to rewrite like chapter three. I had to write the whole thing over like five days before the deadline. What are your best podcasting tips? Because you also have a podcast. And uh, could you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so my podcast, it's actually what I'm working on right now. It's actually my second podcast. It's also about how kids can make money. It's the Kids Get Rich podcast. You can find it on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you normally find podcasts. So I have so far recorded 19 episodes and, you know, they're about five minutes each, five, 10 minutes. I publish one every single week. And podcasting, you know, it's it's hard, you know, because sometimes it's a little challenging to get up there and just talk, you know, and I mean, okay, well, anyone can just talk, but it's hard to talk and make it good, make it funny, ed- educational, inspiring, whatever your goal is with your podcast. So it definitely helps 
to find find other audio content to talk about. So like one, one of the things I'll do on my podcast is I'll find like a TV clip. Like once I did Dr. Evil, he's saying how he's going to hold the world ransom for a million dollars. You know, it's funny. The parents might get it. And there's an economic lesson that I can talk about. So don't go up there alone. And, you know, some people, they don't, some people, they have guests like what Grayson's doing right now. He didn't really have to come up with much new to record this podcast. And so I try to have guests on mine too, whenever I can. How do you produce your podcast on a regular basis and avoid burnout? This is sort of a connected question, but more like, how do you keep up uh, doing your podcast and releasing it every week? It's funny because a couple of weeks ago, that kind of happened. I was getting burned out. So I decided I would do a podcast about a podcast, creating the struggles with creating it, what I do to come up with. And the reality is, you know, there's ideas everywhere. You could talk about maybe something funny happened to you the other day. You could talk about that. If you can figure out how to tie it in with your main subject, maybe you could even just talk about what somebody else said about the subject. But producing it regularly, yeah, it can get tricky. Sometimes it just seems like you don't have any new ideas. But just if you sit down, you think, I can talk about this. Who can I interview? then chances are you'll come up with something good. How do you market your book and podcast and spread the word about what you're doing? Yeah, so with business, they say 80% of business is marketing. Because you, know, you could have the world's greatest book, you could have the world's greatest podcast, you could have the best sales copy. It doesn't matter if nobody's looking at it, if nobody's reading it, nobody's looking for it, nobody knows it exists. So with marketing... There's a bunch of different things you can do to market, but what I do is, it's actually kind of interesting. So I live in New York City. I go out with my book. I get a table. I go on Fifth Ave. I have a Bryant Park, and I sell my book. I just have like 12 books I bring with me, copies of my book. I sell my book, Kid Trailing There, to all these people walking by. And I meet all sorts of awesome people, all sorts of powerful connections. Like I meet TV reporters. Uh, I meet people who can get me in events to sell my book. And, you know, not everyone lives in New York City, but I would, I would advise you all to put yourself out there. Go, go somewhere public where people will see you. Maybe it's on the internet. Maybe you should make a YouTube video, YouTube channel with all the awesome things you're doing. Just get yourself out there. Get yourself in front of people who might be interested in what you're doing. Are you planning to author more books? Absolutely. Um, I don't have any right now, none planned so far, but in the future, I'm going to write probably more along the same vein of how kids can make money. I'll go in depth on certain topics. Uh, but right now I write a magazine every month. That's really what I do for writing, creating new content along with the podcast. But yeah, it's definitely in the plans to create more books. Nice. Well, the next time you come out with one, I'll definitely be reading that. What are you planning to do next in your kid trillionaire journey? So this is sort of along the same lines, but like what other things are you planning to do next uh, from this point on? So something new that I've been, I did my first one in February, I started speaking at schools and that's definitely a really big thing. It's definitely gets, it lets me reach a lot of people who could a lot of kids who could be who could benefit from what I have to say. So I've done 
I haven't done many, many schools so far. I've done two, but the plan is this year to get, I mean, I, if, if possible, I, w- I would love to speak at a school every day because you really get to talk with the kids. They really get to learn from someone closer to their age. That's my, that's one of my big projects. Uh, one of the other big projects is expanding on my magazine and my book and my podcast. I, I plan on creating even an event for kids, kid entrepreneurs. Uh, that's, that's one of the plans in the future. And of course, I have my Kids Get Rich Club. And I'm going to really try to start marketing that more aggressively because it's really, it, it's really awesome. And a lot of kids are getting benefit from it. What are the top resources you'd recommend to young authors and entrepreneurs? For top resources, I would, for writing, I would definitely recommend, like I said, that guy, Jerry Roberts, his book, his stuff is all fantastic. I would also recommend if you're interested in making money from what you write, I'd recommend you check out the book called book the business it's by adam witty and dan kennedy and it's all about how you can make money from your book you know there's more ways to make money from your book besides just selling it in fact you can make thousands even millions of dollars from some of the tips that they give you so i would recommend that for writers and for entrepreneurship in general i mean i have a ton of books i recommend some of my favorites have to be the millionaire Fastlane by mj demarco uh for marketing Anything by Dan Kennedy, I would recommend his book, Magnetic Marketing, for sure. And for sales, I recommend The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. Nice. Those are some uh, good books for people to check out. Well, what was it like to be interviewed on TV and, and get featured in the New York Post, and how did that all come about? Oh, yeah. So that's a, that's a good question. So what I, what I mentioned earlier about how I sell on the street, one of the times I went out, I met a uh, woman who reports for the New York Post, her husband who saw me walking, she told her about me. So she reached out to my dad. She found me on the internet, I guess. And she asked me if I wanted to do an interview. That was the Sunday, Sunday edition. I, I think they gave me a full page. It was, yeah. and that was super exciting, right? But what happened next is I realized, you know, I'm getting all this media attention. So I went to a TV training and I learned all these things to say. I came up with like a TV presentation and I managed to get on eight TV shows all across the country and to talk about my book and how kids can make money. And that was super duper exciting. And obviously it's pretty big for a business or a kid to get on TV. It means a lot for your brand and it makes you a lot more credible. So that it was a really awesome experience. If you're a kid and you want to get on TV and you, you have something going on, you've written a book, then don't be afraid to just reach out to the newspaper that you want to get into or the TV show you want to get on. You can find their people on the internet and just email them and say, hey, I'm doing this, this, and this. If you're interested in an interview, please let me know. And you know, these TV shows, they need things to fill up the space. They, as much as they would like to, they can't just run all ads. So they have to have uh, people and kids. Everyone loves to see kids on TV. So definitely try it out. Any last things you'd like to say? Yeah. So if you want to write, if you want to act, if you want to create films, I would recommend that you should just start doing it. So you have to start early, start right now, because all the world's most successful people, no matter what they did, 
they always started at it when they were young. They started when they were kids. Like Warren Buffett, he has over $80 billion. He's the third richest man. When he was 14 years old, he had, when he was in high school, he had tried 20 different business ideas. He had $67,000 of today's money when he was 14 years old, my age. And now he's ultra successful. World's most successful tennis players, they all started playing tennis when they were young. All the world's most successful singers, they started singing when they were young. So it's really just get started and keep going. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, don't be afraid of failure. You know, you might want to become an entrepreneur, be like, oh, I don't know about this. It's kind of risky. What happens if I fail? Don't be afraid. Think about it this way. Right now, you're a kid. You don't have to pay rent. You don't have to feed a family. It's much easier to start a business when you're a kid. And when you're older, in fact, if you start a business when you're a kid, then you'll have something you can build off of when you're older, and then you'll get closer and closer to becoming successful. Nice. That's some good advice. Well, I think that wraps up this episode. And thank you again for being my guest today. You shared some really nice tips for all the listeners. Hey, thank you for having me. So there you have it, an exclusive interview with 14-year-old author and entrepreneur, John Luzonis. To get his book, just go to kidsgetrich.com slash book. And to listen to his podcast, go to kidsgetrich.com slash podcast. I'd really recommend both of them. They're really great for young authors and entrepreneurs. And if you want to check out any of the resources John mentioned in the interview, you can just look at the description of this episode, which has links to them all. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to this podcast and definitely leave a review. So to all you young entrepreneurs and artists out there, stay creative and have a great week.